Hello and welcome to We Were Hit by a Horse Truck and Easy Guy to Do a Quest for You. I am Ponyville's beloved Graceful Spark. With me as always is my darling cohort, Spilled Beans. How are you doing today, Beans? I am feeling so much better after a good shower and then a bath and then another shower. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, that was a lot of mud. Yeah, this is probably our filthiest episode yet. Mm. Don't get any ideas, perverts. Yeah, this isn't filthy in any way that it'll be enjoyable for you or us. Yeah, this isn't the fun kind of dirty. This is, we're in a hole all day kind of dirty. So if you have nostalgia for the movie Holes, get ready for... Stanley season... Yelnats! Wait. <laughs> get Sorry. ready for season one, episode 19, A Dog and Pony Show. Directed by the same people as always, written by Amy Keating Rogers. Original air date, March 11, 2011. And I'm so glad you picked up my Holes reference. Yeah, uh, it was, like, the thing is, I, I read the book in, like, high, not high school, like, yeah. elementary school, yeah. like, before the movie was out, and I actually quite liked the book. There, yeah. the, the mental image of Stanley's dad, like, trying to storm out of an, like, an office that he got fired from, and trying to slam the door behind him, but, like, the door had, like, the little, like, like the, the self-closing thing, so it couldn't slam. Yeah. And just, like... The mental image of that has been so perfectly how I like to try and define things when I'm talking about something. Like, mm -hmm. It's just, it, it, it's, it just sits there. So, like, it was defined, explained so quickly and is just so perfectly an understandable situation that, like, it, it's just with me forever. Yeah, I remember enjoying the book and yeah. somewhat enjoying the film. Like, you know, I haven't gone back and read it again. Maybe it's bad now, but, you know. I, I would say I have some nostalgia for Holes. I mean, I, I quite enjoy Holes, but not not yeah. quite in the same way anymore. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm a whole, I would say I've broadened my whole horizons. I, I like Holes beyond the book and film Holes. I mean, a vast majority of the book is just directly commenting on the shitty, corrupt nature of running a work camp. So, yeah. you know, I don't know, It's it, it probably has some all right politics to it. It's, yeah probably very much younger it's probably holes is the audience this show is meant for maybe <laughs> maybe a few years later yeah for season one uh well no i read holes in in you know elementary school at some point and i was probably a little old for this show when it came out yeah yeah I mean, that's fair yeah yeah like I, yeah we were definitely both too old yeah. for when this show came out but like, yeah that's that's why we're here baby Ah, we're even older now, and now we're looking back as full-grown ponies yep. at the existence we now live and being full of suffering. Yeah, but I also get to appreciate this good horse, so it goes both ways. That's fair. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we open in the Carousel Boutique, where Rarity is making this ridiculous gem-encrusted jumpsuit thing. Yeah, we don't get a clear shot of it at first. We see the, like dress form we've seen a few times before and like she's putting some jewels on it mm -hmm. and then she like pulls the curtain over it so no one else can see her work her grim creation mm -hmm. you wouldn't want anyone stealing your idea it's it's an idea it's an idea and rarity definitely did make it but mm -hmm. there are some things that happen before we get 
to see what it is that she's working on. Yeah, which is uh, that Sapphire Shore shows up, the Pony of Pop. Does this character ever reappear? She does, yes. Okay, all right. Because I was, I saw the character, I'm like, I have no memory of this pony existing. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think I've even seen porn of this pony. Like, yeah, she doesn't show up much, but I remember she does show up at, you know, at least one point, and yeah, no, that's, now that you mentioned it, it is kind of damning that I don't think I've ever seen porn of Sapphire Shores, which is wild for, like, I don't know, a pony with a unique design in season one? Yeah, like... Like, I'm sure it exists, but, like, it's weird that I've never seen it. The thing is, she's also definitely, like, the most kids show aimed at girls character that this show has, and I mean that in an insulting way. Yeah, which, I mean, I would have said the same thing about Rarity until, you know, recently. Yeah. By recently, I mean several years ago, but, like, regardless. But, like, even the episode with, like, Rarity and Applejack having a sleepover at Twilight's, like, Rarity has a lot more personality and, like, Hmm. problems. Whereas Sapphire Shore is just... If this show had been made in the 90s, Sapphire Shores would have been the main character, Mm -hmm. and it would have sucked and no one would have liked it. If this show was like Gem and the Horsograms, then yeah, it would have been about Sapphire Shores. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, she's fine. She's really not in this episode very much. Like, she's really just there to like, kick off the plot and then be there at the end. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't really get to do all that much, you know. And as much as I vibe with the pop star gender... She doesn't really do anything for me. She's fine. You know, she doesn't really matter. Yeah, like, she she exists. She's a... Like, we only see her for, like, one scene, so I think all my griping about her being a very hollow character is, uh... Maybe a little... little excessive. I don't know. Yeah, like... I think there's probably a better version of this episode with more Sapphire Shores in it, just because a lot of this episode is filler. Like, a lot of this episode is just, like fight scenes and like dream sequences that don't go anywhere and etc like they had the runtime to like i don't know have sapphire shores do something if they wanted to yeah like it would have to change literally the entire premise of the whole episode yeah but like there could have been a good thing like like, so I, i i i'm just gonna fast forward because like a different version of this episode could have been like Rarity and Spike go out looking for jewels. We don't have the entire plot of this episode happen. Instead, it's like Rarity gets the jewels she needs to make Sapphire's other outfits. We'll get to that in a second. But like Spike eats some of them because Spike likes to eat jewels. We mm-hmm. we had an we had to come up before that he likes eating yeah. jewels. But just like the entire thing could be around like Rarity trying to either like hide that spike ate or like spike trying to hide that he ate the like crown jewel of this outfit and then rarity having to like fake it and like sapphire like finding out or sapphire not finding out and like could you imagine how good it would be of an episode if like rarity's like center jewel on one of these outfits was like just some fucking colored glass. Yeah. And Sapphire just left with it. And, and like, the entire thing is Rarity just being like, oh, fuck. Someone's going to notice eventually. But the episode's over. So, like, yeah. that could have been such an interesting little journey. But 
But no, instead we get where this episode goes. And yeah, which is, it's a very thin plot. There's not a lot going on, and you would know exactly how it's going to go, like, by the time you realize what's happening. And I mean, it, it does have a yeah. really, really good twist in the middle of it, but like, also... I like where it goes. It takes too long to get there, and we'll get there when we get there, I think. Yes. Uh, first, we need to talk about how just Rarity is insanely starstruck by Sapphire yeah. being around. Yeah. Which, she is the pony of pop, which, like, I don't know if it, she's supposed to be, like, our, you know, if she's supposed to be, like, a Michael Jackson-alike, which doesn't really make any sense, but he was the king of pop. Uh, okay, but didn't, like, Elvis have a title like that? I mean, probably. Like, Elvis was, like, the king of rock and roll. And, uh, spoiler alert, people, for the outfit behind the... the... Imagine if Elvis's uh outfit was just fucking hideously covered in like red and green jewels that the show insists on calling diamonds um yeah you you know what you know what this outfit looks like yeah it's almost more of like a liberace or an elton john type of outfit than anything like and it's I mean, weird but yeah, i mean whatever. I, i'm fairly sure it was referenced right off the like extremely like bedazzled white jumpsuit thing yeah. elvis wore like, yeah, I think it's supposed likely. to be referencing that, but, eh. Yeah. Like, don't get, like, if you're performing on stage, you do wear, like, flashy outfits. Like, Sapphire Shorts oh, is yeah. a pop star. This is not an unreasonable thing for her to do. I get that. Y yes. Yeah. But, like, the outfit she comes in in is, like, a pretty good, like, pop star dress look. And when she's talking to Rarity... Uh, like, she's browsing through, like, a rack of dresses Rarity has made that also have, like, a similar aesthetic of, like, this is pop star shit. You know, the the bright yeah. colors, like, lots of, lots of shape going on, and just, like... Yeah, like, the the outfit she's wearing now is pretty good. I like that a lot more than the thing, but, you know. Yeah. You wear different things when you're on stage. Yeah. Because, like... Rarity has no idea why she's there, and she's like, oh, I keep track of everyone who's up and coming in the design, like... Yeah, I read about you in Clothes Horse Magazine. God, was that what it was? It was Clothes Horse Magazine, I made sure to write that down. Holy fuck. But yeah, like, I get, I get, like, this is some nice nods to continuity, because, like, we had the, 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 the dress, the, the, the yeah. whole, like... Art of the Dress episode. Of the, yeah, thank you. I was, I, was, I was like, it has dress in the name. I can't remember the next, rest of the episode title. But yeah, like, this feels like a good callback to the events of Art of the Dress. That, like, Rarity's name is getting out there and, and someone's mm -hmm. come by to see her. Yeah, and we'll get a lot more of Rarity's career as the show goes on. Like, there's mm -hmm. episodes about her establishing a, a shop in Canterlot and so on. Uh, which, again, I have my suspicions that she's a unicorn. So, you know, she gets to have more upward mobility, blah, blah, blah. But regardless... I will save my uh, class takes for later. I mean, hi, I'm a unicorn, and I'm right there with you. Like, I get it. Yeah. I uh, I don't know if they intended this, or but like, you know. <sighs> I mean, from what I know of some of the like, really late seasons, they do kind of at least like, acknowledge it's fucked up, but mm -hmm. like, I think in, in, because I'm only going by, like, information I've had that, that 
before we got here, but like people who had actually watched all the way through and, and saw mm. the episodes and like vaguely mentioned them. But like it's I'm pretty sure we're going to be getting stuff like Twilight just sort of making everyone be OK with it. Right. Ra- like having mm. a good speech and everyone's like, OK, cool. I guess this isn't a problem rather than like actually fixing things. Yeah, let's stop doing classism now. OK, bye. The status quo is not really changed. Yeah, we're just going to say that we fix things and then do you know? Yeah, and then, you know, Applejack still works on the farm all day, you know, backbreaking physical labor. Uh, yeah. You know, Rarity still, like, owns her business. Pinkie Pie doesn't get to. She's still, like, an apprentice. Like, she works for the cakes the entire series, as far as I know. To be fair, we don't actually really seem to see her doing much baking. If there's, like, a quota for time that you spend as an apprentice before you're, like, allowed to join the baker's union or whatever uh she she maybe she's just not putting enough hours in to actually like get her full membership or whatever well because it's, it's mr and mrs cake own the bakery like and they are earth ponies so you know maybe yeah. that's a hole in my argument but i don't think we ever really see them like moving up and moving out so to speak you know which yeah it, like you don't have to want to expand your business right like it's mm-hmm. it's cool to just be like a small local thing or whatever but you know it's <sighs> yeah I, I guess Pinkie pie should at least like maybe stop being an apprentice and become like a full baker even if she doesn't like get her own bakery and maybe she is maybe she's a professional baker that the cakes hire and also she lives in their house but it's still like you know right I'm... it's the difference between you know owning a business and being an owner and being an employee you know yeah, that's the that's the class character difference I'm talking about here. Hmm. No, I, I I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. Uh, Sapphire Shores is like, oh, I. That's not what Sapphire Shores sounds like. Uh, Sapphire Shores wants to like, you know, I want your best outfit, and Rarity is like, oh, I have your outfit right here, and then she shows out the outfit she literally just finished making. Um, convenient, and it's yeah. this ridiculous sparkly jumpsuit nonsense. Um, it's. It's really hideous. I don't understand why anyone would like this, but apparently you know, Sapphire does. You know what? I bet if you were on stage and you were like shining lights on it and the the gems were doing interesting things with the spotlights, it would look alright. Especially if you were far away from it. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking of it what happens when you shine a like high power flashlight at like a disco ball. It's not it's not actually that good for people looking at it. But yeah, like I'm yeah, but like Rarity did the whole like like Rarity had the whole butterfly wings during the you know going to yeah. um anyway, but like I'm surprised we aren't seeing dresses made by Rarity like inspired by those wings mm-hmm. because like that would look good on stage and also like she had an entire character epiphany yeah. twice about those. I mean both of them were shitty epiphanies, but like yeah, but you'd think that would like stick in your brain, you know, like oh. This kind of stained glass look is something. Yeah. These things that I almost made my entire personality around and then almost died afterwards. You, that would probably imprint on you. Yeah. You know, try and recapture that magic, but in a safe way this time. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, Sapphire Shores wants it, but also she'll need five more for costume changes, each one with different gems. Yeah. And Rarity faints at this because... The last time she talked to someone from high society, they wanted way more dresses than she could make. And she just used up the last of her gem supply, making this one extremely bedazzled jumpsuit. 
Yeah, this one outfit that is more gem than fabric. Yeah. And then uh, Th- Sapphire Shorts just chuckles says, I do have that effect on ponies and leaves. Yeah, like, I, I think she says, she says, yeah, but Sapphire, are you, are you used to making women faint around you, Sapphire? Because um, that's an energy I can get behind in, in the right context. Yeah, I mean, whenever someone is tired around me, I say, I have that effect on people. Like, I get it. It's, mm-hmm. it's a fun gender. Yeah. Uh, also, when she walks away, she does a, like, really weird, high-steppy motion. I don't, like, listener, I don't know if you've ever seen people who, like, when they're trying to very, like, play up that they're walking away from somewhere, and, like, they get their, like, knee, like, all the way up to their fucking hip in front of them before they take a step forward, like, really emphasizing each step. Mm-hmm. She fucking does that on the mm-hmm. way out, and I don't think she did it on the way in. Uh, maybe she's all hopped up on the confidence of making some pony faint. I mean, yeah, there's some decent yeah. decent villain energy here, which I know will never be uh, mined for any of its quality, mm-hmm. but, you know. Yeah, I mean, if I just made a girl faint by talking to her, I would be walking on the moon, you know? Mm, don't do that, you get banished there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you made who faint? <laughs> One thousand years. <laughs> Uh, the first, like, five years of that, you will still feel pretty good, because you did get banished to the moon for how good you made someone faint. Yeah. But then. Uh, okay, like, I do make people faint by talking to them sometimes. That's what a hypnotist does. But regardless, mm. um, yeah, priority is out collecting gems with Spike. Yeah, that's, that is where we move on to. Yep. And so, priority is special talent, in case you've forgotten or it hasn't come up, come up yet. Her real special talent is that she can find gems. That's what her cutie mark means. Yeah, I mean, this is this is the first time it comes up yeah. in the show. We we have talked about it before, but, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. And possibly also including those gems in clothing, but, like, statedly, her special talent is mostly, or at least, like, it is finding gems with her horn. She knows a spell that lets her find gems. Remember this for later. It will come up again. And... Mm-hmm. So Rarity, like, she can make her horn glow and just make, like, a nearby patch of gems, which are just, like, right underneath the ground. Like, they're not buried very deep. In, like, clusters that are already in pre-cut shapes and of varying colors. Yeah. Uh, Any geologist listening to this podcast probably just felt their, like, anger go up a little bit just hearing that. I'm very sorry, friend. Yeah, like, it's, this is a cartoon, and they're digging up big old batches of, like, cartoon gemstones. Yeah. These things are like the size of your fist. I think. Again, I don't really remember what a fist looks like. They're, the, they're, the, they're like, a lot of them are like the size of your hoof. And like, yeah. Yeah. Like these are, these are like the size of an apple, perhaps. Yeah. There's, there's a good metric. Yeah. And like, again, I cannot stress this enough. Most of them are pre cut. Yeah. Like they, they come out of the ground, like in the right shape to go on the clothes. Mm hmm. And they are just like, yeah, they are thick on the ground, well, thick under the ground, I should say. Like, it it kind of seems like you could stick a shovel in the ground and just find some. Yeah, it's like run a, run like a bladed plow through the dirt, and you'll yeah. just, come, you'll walk away with millions of, of fucking bits of diamonds. Yeah. Just the worst. Mm-hmm. But also, like, we really get to enjoy some of the very strange Spike-Rarity relationship going on. Yeah, Spike keeps, like, saying nice things about Rarity. Rarity is, like, kind of very clearly just taking advantage of the fact that he's simping for her. Yeah. 
But also, like, it starts because he's like, oh, man, it's so cool that 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 really cool pony showed up and she's, like, beautiful and smart and stuff. And then, like, Rarity stink eyes him for it. And then he has to, like, backpedal and compliment her even more. And then she's like, oh, a girl doesn't get jealous about things like that. And it's like, Rarity, you are one of the most jealous people in this entire fucking (laughs) town. What are you talking about? Yeah. And we even get this later where, like, Spike was like, I mean, right afterwards, where Spike is like, oh, I bet you totally flipped out. And Rarity's like, ladies, do not flip out. But I was quite in awe. You know, it's, you know, ladies don't do this thing. But I do this uh, very similar thing. It's basically the same thing. Have you heard about gender? <laughs> uh, yes. Mm. People keep trying to tell me to gend. Or perhaps they're trying to gend me? Uh, regardless, uh, Spike wants to avoid these gems, by the way. And you know what? I get it. These look pretty delicious. Yeah, he's he's very much drooling all over these gems. Like, I want to eat one of those big crunchy rubies. Like, I... I think they would taste pretty good, even though, like, I'm pretty sure to me they're just rocks. I don't think I could eat them. Yeah, I I have not spent enough time in human world before coming here hanging out with Belina, so I... I don't know. I don't know. Eating gems doesn't quite... quite do it for me, but... You know what? I would serve you a nice coffee with that gem. Yeah. I, I, I think they would have some good crunch to them. I just don't know if my horse teeth could take it. Ah... Uh. <laughs> which is stronger? Which which crunch more? The gem or the teethums? I don't know. Mm, I mean, don't like that sentence. I've known horses to eat through like wooden fences and such, and you know, in meat world, mm-hmm. in human world. So who knows? Maybe I could. I don't know. Seems worth a try. Yeah. Maybe they're maybe they're really good, and only Spike's tried so far. You know, because they do. All of it. They do kind of look like gummy candies, right? Like. Okay, yes, yes. They've, it's possible they're either, like, the horse version of Tide Pods, or it's possible they're delicious and only Spike has tried. Yeah, I mean, literal rock candy, right? Like, Yeah. Um. So I, I have a very important question to ask. Yeah? Is Spike hot for rarity because she has just six diamonds on her ass? And she and, and he just wants to eat her ass the entire time. Is that I mean, what this is? Spike does seem like the kind of guy who would eat ass, and that's a compliment to him. Yes, that is that is a good character trait for Spike to have. Yeah, but like, it. Uh, I don't really understand what Spike likes about Rarity other than that. Like, I think it's like he just looked at her and he like developed a crush immediately, you know, and. I'm trying to think back. I think he just, like, he saw her face. Da, 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 da. Now he's a believer. And he didn't even see her ass at the time. Yeah. I don't know. I get... But, like, they've lived together for, like, at least a year now. Oh, fuck. I've been losing track of, like, human world time. But, like... (sighs) You can't keep a crush on someone just because they look pretty that long. Like, there's gotta be other reasons you like them. And I'm I'm saying the reason that Spike now continues his crush on Rarity is he wants to eat that ass. Yeah, or, or at least he understands on some level that, like, I like to eat gems. Rarity knows how to find those. Yeah, but it feels like this, like, yeah. this is the first time these two have done this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a whole... I don't know, if there was a girl walking around with a picture of some food you liked on her ass... Would you develop a crush on her? Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> damn burger butt, burger buns. How you doing? Oh, I mean, okay. If someone had a tattoo of a burger on their ass, it 
it wouldn't give me more or less of a reason to have a crush on them. <laughs> yeah. It would just give me some very interesting questions. Yeah. Like, it's a good conversation starter if you if you have a burger tramp stamp. But, yeah. like, I don't know. I, mm. Like, yeah, and I think part of it also, like, Spike is supposed to be a child, you know? Like, uh, he is... Okay. This is kind of a... I don't know. You, you fall for your mom's hot friend or whatever type situation. Not a thing I can say I have personal experience with, but I, I appreciate the concept, I guess. Yeah, like, it's not something I've, I've ever had, but I'm told that, like, some people do develop, you know, horny for the babysitter type situations. I mean, I've at least oh, seen cartoons about right. that. Yeah, okay. I, I, I am aware of people who have had that sort of thing. Also, yeah. I... I have been informed quite repeatedly that Stacy's mom has got it going on. Yeah, exactly. So I guess I guess this is a Stacy's mom situation. Yeah. I don't like. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I get it. I would fuck Rarity. I'm just like I, yeah. I'm an adult. I wouldn't simp for her like this. Like you know, yes. I, I know how to use my words to have an adult conversation with some pony about you know whether we like each other. Yeah. The the. Excessive simping that he does is really a turnoff. Yeah. And I think it's that cartoon thing where, you know, the characters don't know how to talk about their feelings so that they can, you know, get more material out of this. And also Spike is a child. Yeah. Yeah. Spike is is a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they call him a baby dragon, but also, like, he's... Yeah. And I'm sure dragon years are different from horse years, etc., etc. But regardless. Uh, <sighs> we've, so, I think we've delayed enough. I think we have to address that during this whole weird exchange between these two, we do get we do get a Smeagol impression. Yeah, so, dear listeners, the villains of this episode are the Diamond Dogs. And for those of you who don't, like, watch the episodes, and this is your only experience which by the way like perfectly valid way to experience the show mm. the diamond dogs talk like this and it's really grating yeah like they really have a like ah oh, the precious like right at the start too mm-hmm. like it is they like there are three in this fucking show that that are like the the main characters of the diamond dogs like there's a bunch of other ones but all of them are like in they're the exact same dog yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, like ha- the... you have three with you have three with like distinct designs, and I don't think they get names, but like they look like they would have names. And then everyone else is like an identical goon in some kind of weird dog armor. Yeah, and and all three of the like the the other ones don't even talk; they just kind of yeah. bark like dogs do. And and then yeah, the 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 three main diamond dogs are all uh, varying levels of uh it. If if Gollum and the Crypt Keeper had children, there you go. It's very shrill. It's mm-hmm. it's very hard to listen to. It's I don't recommend it. Yeah, Gollum in tone, Crypt Keeper in quality of jokes. Yeah, actually, they don't even really do jokes. They don't do jokes at all. Just I don't know. It's yeah. just bad. It's just bad to listen to. Mm-hmm. Oh, and um, the important thing here is that uh, Rarity's like, okay, we're done here. We're good. And then she gives Spike a gem. Uh, to, yeah. to, to pay him for all his good work. And, 
you know, Spike is about to eat it, but then he's like, oh, but this is a gem Rarity gave me. I have to save it for, like, you know, memories and such. And, uh, also, <sighs> Rarity's horn just lights up and starts tugging her, like, towards a tree. Yeah. Um, because I think we, I think we missed stuff here, because, like, the, the diamond dogs notice Spike's big cart of gems, and they're like, oh, we must steal the gem finder. And then they're like, oh, wait, no, this this dragon's just following Rarity around. So, ah, yeah. oh, we must get the pony instead. And then, mm -hmm. yeah, they put a gem in a tree. Oh. Well, like, so it, it's the gem on his collar. Oh, right, yes. That she finds. And then, uh, long story short, the, the dog's like, there's this whole long chase sequence where they run around for a while, but Rarity gets captured. Oh my gods, I just realized we missed something, because I had a note for this fight, and it made yeah. me realize I missed an earlier note. Um, so, like, we have a bit of a digging montage. This show likes its montages. Yeah, like, again, this episode doesn't have very much going. There's a lot of montage, a lot of, like, fight scenes that don't really go anywhere. Yeah, but, like, the the first two times Spike's, Spike digs up gems while talking to Rarity, like, he just uses his claws. The third time... He straightens out his tail and uses the spade like a like a shovel spade. Yeah, and then he does does like a jackhammer. He's wearing little hard hats. Yeah, and that's like that. That's the last time they go digging until the like diamond dogs yeah. attack. And he does like do the same jackhammer maneuver on one of their tails. Yeah. So he's like a Pokemon that has just learned the jackhammer attack. <laughs> uh, -uh. <laughs> uh, all right. He he leveled up from all that gem exposure. I guess. But then, yeah. you know, long story short, uh, Rarity gets captured, and Spike's like, no! Yeah. And then then there's the little blackout that I, I think we've agreed is, is probably where commercials come in, right? Yeah, yeah. We're just, you know. It gives us some t a chance to run to wherever the other end of the cut is, I guess. Yeah, it's convenient, I guess. But, like, he's gone and got the, the rest of the main six, because... They need to be in this episode. Well, because I guess. Spike can't like fight a bunch of dogs in a hole alone. I mean, yeah, but like, I understand why Spike did it. But also, like, listener, listener, you need to understand right now. Um, the other five ponies showing up is not important to the story. They they could have just not been in this episode, and the episode would not have changed. Yeah, actually. There would be a lot less filler, so there would have had to be more episode, actually. This episode would have been more interesting if the, those characters weren't around, because then, like, it would have had to be more than just, like, most of the episode being them trying to find out how to get to Rarity. Yeah, because, like, yeah, because most of this is, like, the characters looking, trying to get to Rarity, and there's a lot of, like, bullshit that doesn't matter, stop it, and doing that, because... It's not that there's not that much going on in this episode. Yeah, like the we get a Pinkie Pie line and it's holy moly, that's a lot of holies. Yeah, because they they show up to the pit where like the 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 space where the Diamond Dogs drag Rarity down was one pit, and they get back and there's just like fifty fucking pits. Yep, and then as soon as I look in any of the holes, they fill up. Right, the, the diamond dogs are underground filling the holes. Yeah, I'm... There's... There's a lot of physics going on here that really makes no sense. 
and this happens for a while. Like, they spend a long time trying to look in and jump down these holes right as they fill up. Yeah, it's it's like a solid five minutes of this one, like, maybe even longer, of just, like, different attempts of these ponies to get down different holes and none of them working. And then, like, the Diamond Dog trio show up to harass them. And, like, yeah. I, I cannot stress how heavily animation was reused in this. Like... There was, if there was five minutes worth of actual, like, content, there was at most three minutes worth of animation in this, and they just kept recycling shit. Yeah, and it's interspersed with these dream sequences where, like, I hope Rarity is doing all right. Then they'll imagine Rarity be like, oh, I'm dirty, I'm so useless. Or, like, Rarity just, like, getting menaced by these dogs, and they just kind of pop out of nowhere and yell at her that disappear, like, in their minds. Yeah, it's really fucked up that all of them seem to have the same mental image of Rarity being just, uh... Completely useless? Like, not even a damsel in distress. Because a damsel in distress usually at least has, like, the level of acceptance of the situation she's in. Yeah, like, they, they imagine that Rarity will be, like, completely incapacitated by getting her hooves dirty. Like, yeah. she was walking up here earlier. Like, she was walking in the dirt earlier. Yeah, it's... It's not uh, like all the streets of Ponyville are paved. Like, she can handle getting her hooves dirty. Like, Applejack's like, Rarity never touches dirt unless it's important. Like, Applejack, like, she walks outside. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe she doesn't like getting dirty as much as you do, but, like, you've seen her w touch dirt. Like, she does it every day. It's, huh, it's go a outside and touch dirt. <laughs> it's a fact of life in Ponyville. You don't have paved roads. Yeah, like, especially because, like, their mental image is, like, a weird, mostly, like, rock wall and stuff. Yeah. Like, prison cell. And she's, like, getting dirt smeared all over her, like, mane and face and stuff by, like, bumping into rocks. Just, just gray rock. Yeah, it's, like, none of them really have, like, that high an opinion of rarity, which is kind of fucked up. And then... Yeah. Yeah. And then they they... They fuck around for a while until Spike has an idea. So he pulls the gem rarity game out of his pocket, his skin pockets. <laughs> yeah, he do have a skin pocket. He <laughs> just pull open his side and pull out the gem yeah. out of his skin pocket. Yeah, because like it's where pockets would be if he was wearing pants, but like he's not wearing pants. Yeah. It's not even like, I don't know, I could see like a belly pouch or something, but no, it's pockets. He has skin pockets. Yeah, like he's got textured like belly scales and stuff they could have just have him like pull one of those open and that like that would have like that would have worked you or, got like the kangaroo pocket joke going on there it's fine yeah or even like you could do the you have him pull it out of hammer space like it was just behind his back whatever like yeah i wouldn't have noticed if you didn't like give him pockets yeah just do like a <laughs> like a, a chest upshot of him being like no wait i've got it and then just lifts the like the jewel out from yeah. like off frame that would have yeah. been fine. Yeah. But no, here we are having to consider his skin pockets. <laughs> it's very bad. Hey, Spike, nice skin. Thanks, it has pockets. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, ah, horse pockets. Uh, anyway, so then Spike attaches this gem to a, to a fishing rod, and he casts it down another hole that I guess hasn't been filled up yet. Um, and then he goes into this fucking dream sequence where, like, 
We're like, oh, it is the most cringe. He, it is he so imagines bad. himself this fucking like slam beef chest motherfucker. This like, yeah. he's got like this like perfectly cut chin. He's like got all these weird muscles. Uh, he's holding he's, a he's holding a lance that he does not know how to use. Like it's a lance, right? It's a big stick that yeah. you poke people with. But he spends the entire time like hitting dogs with the with the side of it, or like using it as a baseball bat. Yeah, uh, he he very much turns into Johnny Bravo for a bit. And yeah. But without any of Johnny's redeeming features. Yeah. Like, he's, he's fu- <laughs> uh, this fucking blast hard cheese motherfucker. Like, <laughs> he, like, fights through a bunch of diamond dogs. It takes forever. And then he imagines Rarity in this, like, you know, it's a decent, like, princess dress type situation. And then he imagines kissing Rarity. And, like, they both have these, like, really weird kissy mouths. Oh, it's very human lips that they drew on this. Also, he does say "milady" like fucking yeah. ten times. Yeah. It's... Although it does also cut to the best joke of this fucking episode right after that. Yeah, which is that he breaks out of his he breaks out of his little daydream and he's like about to kiss Applejack, and Applejack's like, "Whoa, there, lover boy." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Applejack is just giving him the, like the most like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Look. <laughs> Whoa, there, Buckaroo! This horse kisses from le- right to left. <laughs> Uh, well, hey now, you're gonna have to ask for some consent before you do that, Spike. <laughs> I I consent. The rarity of my in my daydream consents, but Applejack doesn't. <laughs> There's someone you forgot to ask. <laughs> uh, uh. And then Spike gets a bite, and then. He gets pulled in, then Applejack grabs his tail, Twilight grabs her tail, blah blah blah. Eventually there's there's just one long pony chain getting pulled in. Yeah, it's a Yeah, it just happens. It's just they all they all it's a, it's just a chain of tail chomping and uh okay. And then there's another really long sequence where they just get pulled through tunnels and holes and such, and then they're underground. Yeah. And somehow they lost the the fishing rod and all this, so now they're just now they're just stuck in like a cave with a shitload of tunnels coming out of it. Yeah. Because of course, apparently the the diamond dogs just turn the ground into Swiss cheese. This I don't is, fucking know. This is where they live. Like they apparently live underground in this cave system, and they dig up to get to the surface. <sighs> all right, but like. Basically, every burrowing animal in existence makes better, like, makes systematic structures. And, well, I'm wanting to believe navigating the structure makes perfect sense if you're a diamond dog. (sighs) Presumably, they don't get lost in their own caves. It's more just, like, how many fucking, like, tunnels that lead to other tunnels that lead to other tunnels that lead to other tunnels are going on in here. Yeah. Like. Because they are, like, mining for gems. Right? And they do have a mining I operation guess? here. Okay, but... Alright. I'm 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 expecting them to be smarter than they are, and we know they're very stupid creatures with how this episode goes yeah. forward, so... Having a, having a reasonable approach to your mining operation is something that I shouldn't be expecting of them. Yeah. I am expecting it of them, but I shouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, like... They did, like, do this whole kidnapping plot because, you know, a horse that can find gems is, like, better than whatever they're doing now... Which is weird, because it seems like they have a lot of dog power. Like, they have, like, a lot of fucking dog troops. Yeah. They are able to afford to feed and maintain this entire dog army they've got going. Like, they're clearly doing well. 
Yeah, and like, they have a lot, and they can dig pretty fast. It seems like they could just like, I don't know, pick a direction and dig and find plenty of gems. They're pretty thick in the ground. Right? I think that's kind of my problem, is like, they're clearly such very good speed diggers, they could do a much better approach to doing their mining than yeah. we see. Yeah, it seemed like they, like strip mining would be much more profitable than, than like stealing this horse that can like, find one pocket of gems at a time. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Instead, we have this another thing for me to get mad about, which is like, so they're like, oh, where do we go? There's so many tunnels, and... Oh, then they're like, oh, well, what if we go down the tunnel with the most gems? Oh, but Rarity's the only one who knows how to find gems. And then Spike has to remind Twilight, no, Twilight, you can just cast whatever spell you want. Can't you just cast Rarity's special talent spell, the one that she is good at? And Twilight's like, oh, yeah, I guess I could do that. And then she does it better than Rarity does. She finds all these gems at once. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, no, Rarity showed me how that spell works. So I can do, I can just be Rarity now. Yeah. Don't mind me, I can just off-spec as Rarity. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, like this is again kind of what Rarity's special talent is: is that she can find gems. But Twilight's special talent is that she can do any magic she wants. So everyone else's special talent is just a is just a party trick for her. Yeah, it's real fucked up. Yeah, yeah. It almost like I know she turns into an alicorn later. Spoilers, folks. She turns into an alicorn at some fucking point, and. At that point, it actually makes sense that she's, like, bullshit more powerful. She's just, like, the third princess god in the setting. Yeah. Well, Fine. fourth at that point, but yes. Fourth? Uh, oh, right. Yeah. That's right. She is the student of one, the fuck buddy of a second, the the ba uh, sister-in-law of the third, and then... Yeah, the baby city. Yeah. But... God. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, like... <sighs> Like I, Twilight Sparkle like was born on third base and thought she hit a triple. Like, uh, yeah. like she was born with like her special talent is just be really good at magic. And then yep. like her damn brother's the captain of the royal guard. She was babysat by a goddamn princess of of the realm. Like she got taken under the fucking god princess's wing. Yeah, it's a it's a whole existence. I don't. I, I know we like Twilight as a person yeah. and like. She, she's, uh, like, she tries to be a very good pony to everyone mm -hmm. around her, but god damn, like, that's not a silver spoon in her mouth. That thing's fucking gold and, like, encrusted with diamonds. It is the richest spoon that she was born with. Yeah, she has more of a silver spoon in her mouth than the pony literally named Silver Spoon. Like, yeah, yeah Silver Spoon's rich, but, like, she's also just an Earth pony. Twilight is literally best friends with, like... All of the princesses. She she just has the most like she again yeah she becomes the fourth one like yeah she gets promoted she, to god king like yeah which like you know again I think this only ever happens to unicorns like <sighs> yeah we never hear about Celestia taking an earth pony or Pegasus under her wing. I would actually really like to see like a like an alternate thing of this where like uh maybe maybe not Rainbow Dash, but like a different Pegasus like a Pegasus of some sort. Yeah. Got got taken under that wing and like became an alicorn, so like this Pegasus had to learn how to use magic. Yeah. Like, after being a Pegasus for so long, rather than like being a unicorn and just yeah. learning how to fly instead. Yeah. 
which Twilight already seems to know how to do anyways. Like, there, there is Doesn't some, matter. like, lip service paid to, like, it. the wings take some getting used to, but, like, you know. Oh, boo-hoo, Miss Wings. Like, fuck right? off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm getting my dick sucked too much. Oh, uh. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I mean, are you? I can do it less. If you no, no, no. D- d- okay. d- All right, just checking. <laughs> I would let you know. It's Un- understood. Know, I I think my point has been made. It just you know, mm-hmm. it really just you know highlights the. I don't, I don't even know what you want to call it, but there it is. You know, I do appreciate that we're like most of the way through the episode now, but like. Most of our talking has not been about the episode itself. Yeah. We've just kind of been going on tangents. This this episode's garbage. Yeah. But, like, episode, yeah. Because like, most of it is, like, montages are just, like, really slowly getting to where you know they're going to go. Yeah. So, anyways. It, it does introduce us a very interesting alternate timeline, though. Because mm-hmm. the Diamond Dogs do refer to Rarity when we, like, go back to a scene involving her. her. They do refer to Rarity as our precious little pony. Mm-hmm. And mm, my little pony and our precious little pony, two very different TV shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them has a lot more of a threatening aura, actually. Yeah, like, again, these guys are very, you know, my precious in both tone and whatnot, as you said earlier, dear. And they're really driving it home here. Yeah. And... So, basically, we we cut to the Diamond Dogs with Rarity, and Rarity's like, oh, can I go? And they're like, no, we're watching to find gems. And then Rarity, you know, finds some gems, and then they want her to dig, and then, yeah, they want her to dig these up, which is, I think, them just power tripping, because they can clearly dig oh, faster yeah. than she can, which comes up. But then, mm-hmm. like, she just kind of, like, scrapes her hoof because they're like, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Especially on my pony, Petty. Uh. Yeah. Uh, it, it. You notice how Crystal Spark just explained that entire scene in like ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, it takes a solid like two minutes to get through that scene. Yeah, and like I like Rarity here, right? Like I'm, I'm yeah. to believe on some level she's doing this intentionally, right? Like because. You know, why would you do this, right? Like, why would you go along with it? Like, they need you. They can't, like, kill you or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, they need you to, like, do the work. Like, so you might as well do a shitty job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Rarity's basically, you know, this is direct action. This is good. Um, Yeah, this is is malicious compliance. It's very good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm not about to chip a hoof because you dislike my style of digging. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know... You know, they like make try to make her carry like the the gem wagon, like the you know the fucking minecart thing, and it's like, oh, stop scratching up my coat, and you know, then she like calls one of them smelly, and blah blah blah. Yeah, she's just she's just constantly talking, and the and the dogs are getting more and more frustrated, but by, by the fact that she just keeps going, yeah. and one of them's like, you gotta stop your whining. And we get the immortal line, which is, I'm not whining, I am complaining. 
Do you want to hear whining? <laughs> this is whining. Oh, this is so heavy and it makes me feel tired. Why didn't you clean it? It's gonna stain my coat. Why do I have to pull it? It's this is probably like the most <laughs> beloved line for this episode. And for good reason. Like it's good. It's Yeah, congratulations. Uh like basically the end of this episode is good, actually. Yeah. It's kinda great. Like I, I like Rarity's parts in this. It's a shame, yeah. like so much of this episode is filler. Yeah. Like uh because yeah, like <sighs> She she whines so much that like the other like other dogs start digging for her, yeah. and she complains, and then like dogs start pulling the cart for her, yeah. and by the end of it, like she's just sort of standing around with a fucking like chalice with some water in it, yeah. and she's like, oh, it's not sparkling water, but this will do. Yeah, it's and then they're like, yeah, the dogs are all like pulling these gems, and like I don't know why. Like, presumably they pull these cartloads of gems out all the time. Like, they want gems and they have these carts. Like, presumably you guys do this all the all, all the time? Or do you just, like, never find enough gems to have to do this? I mean, I, I guess what they're going, like, because they have to be using the gems for something, right? Like, they're not, they don't just have, like, a giant horde of gems lying yeah. around. So, like, th there's definitely some reason they're going around and gathering these fucking gems mm -hmm. they don't eat them they're not dragons yeah i i don't i don't know why dogs would want gems and we don't really we never find out like they just want gems I, yeah. they are diamond dogs i suppose it's right there in the name mm -hmm. they, they apparently like gems but that like why is never explained yeah but yeah like it is basically rarity has just turned into their like a metal detector, but for gems. Yeah, and they and they and then they're just going about their normal fucking day. Yeah, but with rarity making the detection part of the the job faster. Yeah, and then they're like, then they're like, wait, why are we doing this? And then they put the thing on her again, and then one of them slaps her butt and says, "Yeah, mule." Which again, mules are people here. Which is yeah, rarity. It, congratulations, the episode's bad again. Rarity is super racist against mules. Yeah, she's like, oh, mules are ugly. Are you saying I'm ugly? Like, come on, rarity. Like, you didn't have to do that. Like, you could just like, I'm not a mule or whatever. Like, it, it's weird that she's like, I get that she's playing up how hurt she is to like, you know, to do this, but like. You could have done that without, like, being weird about mules' rarity. Like, mules are people here. Like, they talk. We've seen this before. Where Twilight said, that pony is stubborn as a mule. Well, a mule was there. Like... Yeah, right? Like, weird horse racism here. Yeah. It it reminds me, once again, of, like... Uh, what? Like, if there's... If you wanna... If, if someone's, like, making fun of, like, like, a rich person online, or, like, just sort of... Someone's being shitty online. Mm -hmm. Like... I recall a lot of people making fun of Trump for, like, being balding and stuff. But, like, you making fun of Trump for balding isn't doing anything except, like, your friends who are balding feeling like you're equating them to being Trump. Yeah. Like, this is very much just, like, Rarity, you could have avoided calling all mules ugly to just dunk on these dogs trying to, like, make you do labor. Yeah, like, you could have done the exact same thing, like... Because, like, they, he did, like, slap you on the ass, right? Like, you're gonna play yeah. that up. Like, ah, oh, oh, my poor Frank, it's so bruised. I don't think I could lift another hoof. 
Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, me. like you could have done that. Like, you could have you could have gone by the actual sexual assault thing that just happened. Yeah. Rather than deciding to be extremely racist. Yeah. And then, you know, Rarity cries, you know, she's all like, and then they, like, compliment her, and then she's like, I don't believe you. You never liked me. Uh, yeah. Which, like, yeah. The thing is, the Diamond Dogs are just repulsive, vile fucking teenage boys. They're just mm-hmm. garbage boys. But, like, Rarity kind of is shitty like this in general, like, like she's definitely playing it up in this yeah. episode, and like it, it very like, it feels good because she was like captured by these assholes, yeah. and then like turns it around on them. But like she does this shit to her friends as well. Yeah, like if if Rarity thought you insulted her, she would do like the same thing. She would do the same like over dramatic like collapsing and crying and thing. And then like you know if you're like having an argument with Rarity about something. You know she would pull this shit where she, like, goes all crying and flopping and like, Oh, I'm just such a terrible pony! I don't know how you could ever be friends with me! And then, like, put you on the back foot, like, make you apologize and, like, lose ground or whatever. You know, shitty thing to do yeah. if you're not dealing with, like, evil ground dogs. Yeah. Uh, all I'm saying is, at some level, they deserve each other. Yeah. It's... There's there's some poetic justice going on here. Yeah, like Rarity is doing the right thing here. Like that, this part is good. It's not a good thing to do if you are like, you know, dealing in good faith. Yes. Yeah. Both both sides of this are bad faith actors and and deserve each other's bad yeah. faith. Yeah. Yeah. Like it. It doesn't make any sense for Rarity to like do what they want her to do. Why would she? Yeah. Ah. Uh, but. Regardless, that all happens, and then, you know, Spike is writing Twilight, you know, down this hall where, like, there's just, like, gems all over the walls. Like, you could, like, you could just, like, if you're a dog with, like, sharp digging claws, you could just, like, take a handful out of the wall and have a fistful of gems, right? Yeah. And then... Wait. Why did, why did they think Rarity would just be whichever way there were the most gems still on the wall? Yeah, you think you want to go where there are the least gems, that's where they would have dug them out. Yeah, I mean, it it took they took them to the right direction. Yeah. yeah, but like, I don't understand the logic for why that worked. I guess you have your gem detector. You take her to the. You have her find the place with the most gems, and then you start digging from there. I get. I don't know. I, but also, like the diamond dogs were collecting po- like a big cart of yeah. gems, and like later we see multiple carts of gems. So I guess like, if Twilight can just feel where that giant of gems is but that doesn't seem to be how the power works yeah because rarity's thing seems to be specific because rarity was like doing her horn glow thing didn't make any of the gems they had already collected glow it only seems to find ones that are still on the ground but also also twilight can light up all the gems in an area but rarity can only seem to find like one batch of gems at a time so by the way twilight's just better at rarity than her whole thing but also like so then even if the diamond dogs were using rarity to find like where the most gems were Mm-hmm. Like, she can apparently only find, like, one clump of gems at a time, so, like, they wouldn't have been able to use it to get the information Twilight has. If I may make a an, a slight argument here for how Rarity might be better at this. One, um, Rarity seems to have, like, a, a, a passive detection of gems as well, where Twilight doesn't. Um, and also, we don't know if Rarity's, like... Because Twilight's also seems to be very short range mm-hmm. compared to Rarity's. So, like, 
yeah, Twilight can make all of them light up around her, but, like, Rarity seems to be very good at just being, like, there's a stack of gems over there, and we can just go over there. Like, she's a compass rather than a, like, short-range sonar. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, hi, I I enjoy the, like, actually having, like, giving a shit about how Super's powers work capes stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm not here, like, what's the physics of someone who can, you know, bend metal like Magneto, but, like, the, what what is the range of Magneto's power? Like, how far away can he do that shit? Yeah, I... I wanted to take anything that, like, gives Rarity something special to do. And, like, to be clear, like, what makes you special as a person or as a horse isn't, like, your ability to find gems with your brain. It's who you are, right? Like, mm-hmm. I know I can't find gems with my brain at all. And, like, I don't know. I'm still a, a pretty good horse, I'd like to think. But, like, you know. I would, I would say so. Damn right. Um, But regardless, I'm willing to say... Ra- there are ways in which Rarity is better at it. Whatever. You know, Twilight, yeah, Twilight... Maybe Twilight's very brute force about it. She's just, you know, pumping way more magic juice into it so we get this, but she's mad at directing it or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, like... We... I would love an episode. I know we're not going to have it, but like, I'd love an episode of, like, Twilight trying this again and Rarity just, like... Twilight getting tired out by trying to do this spell and Rarity just being able to do it all fucking day and not breaking a sweat because, like... Twilight is having to force being able to do this, whereas Rarity just doesn't. Yeah, like, Rarity's had like, a lot more practice with it. Yeah, this this is very, like, wizards versus sorcerers mm. arguments, but, like, you know, whatever, it's yeah. fine. But wizards are always just better! They get, like, yeah. way more shit. They, like, eh, blah, blah, blah. Anyways. Yeah, it's almost like Twilight's a wizard. Yeah. But, yeah. but sorcerers have some things they do that, like, sorcerers could be niche better than wizards. Yeah. Wizards are just, you know, far more broad. Anyway, yeah. sorry, we don't need to go yeah. down that road. Anyways, so like, yeah, they're they're though you could basically you could maybe make the argument that like, oh, they do like before they find rarity, they do like get waylaid by diamond dogs who want to kidnap them and use them to help pull things. So it's possible they weren't even all that on the right track. That's fair. Who knows? Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Um, some diamond dogs ambush them. Yep. And and have they all like uh, pony land on their backs and like put muzzles on them? Yeah, they're, they're like perfectly perfectly done reins made of rope for pony sized faces. They just yeah. have the exact number just around. Yeah, I guess they're not that hard to make, but well, you still have to like cut the rope to the right length, and it seems suspicious. Yeah, it seems very suspicious that they just had five five ponies worth of this ready and this is like the only rope we see in the entire yeah, episode because like, they don't because like their carts are pulled by chains also why didn't they muzzle rarity huh like is the end of right? this rope and you can like make it into muzzles like if you wanted rarity to stop talking that'd be a way to do it yeah uh but yeah uh yeah so like they land yeah. on these ponies backs and they muzzle them up and then it just does not work like there's this whole thing with, like, Applejack bucking them off, and Rainbow Dash gets them off, and whatever. Yeah, they they all they all buck their their dogs. Yeah. But, like, the thing that really fucks with me is Twilight bucks her dog, and uh, Spike's still just sitting on her back. Yeah. <laughs> like, the dog was just sitting on Spike. Yeah. And, and as soon as the dog's bucked off, Spike's just there again. Yeah. It's fine. Like, did he get knocked off? Or was he just squished? Doesn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. and then 
Spike, like, holds Twilight's reins, and she's still wearing, mind you, she's still wearing this rope thing. And then yeah. Spike, like, breaks off a stalactite to use as, like, a lance, like, in his fantasy. It's like, hi-ho, uh-huh. Twilight! And then he slaps her on the ass, and when he's like, she's like, really? And he's like, come on, give me this. And then he slaps her <laughs> on the ass, and, like, they run. Yeah, it's, it's, like... I- I kind of appreciate that Twilight's like, mm, all right, fine. Yeah. Fuck it. Th- fine. This is the girl you this like, a weird I day. guess. Yeah. Fine. I'll, I'll, I'll do this one weird ass thing for you, my dude. Yeah. And then by the time they get there, the dogs are begging them to take Rarity back. Yeah. Cause she is, she is bossy and whining and the dogs are tired of dealing with her. And, and they're just like, okay, cool. Here's, here's exactly six carts full of gems. Take take these and the fucking and the pony and get out. Just go. Yeah, we don't want we don't want any of you. Just get out of here. Yeah, and then all the main six carry these big old truckloads of gems back home. Which, mind you, Rarity is carrying her truckload just fine. She could have done this all along. She just refused to. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, correctly so. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we get the and then we get the moral of the story, which is um, just because some pony is ladylike doesn't make her weak. Oh, I thought the the moral of the story was you can manipulate gender norms to abuse an entire community into doing <laughs> what you want. Uh, Maybe I'm too used to thinking about Twitter space still. Like, the stated moral is, you know, just because I'm a lady doesn't mean I could not handle myself in a sticky situation. I had to wrapped around my hoof the entire time. And they say this again when Twilight, like, says she's gonna write this letter to the princess, which is, you know... Earlier in the episode, we had, like, oh, Rarity can't do anything. She's going to be incapacitated by dirt. And Spike is going to have to rush in and save her. And then, you know, the moral is, no, Rarity was fine the entire time. She didn't actually need you. Which, it's not actually a bad moral. But, like, damn, is this a really roundabout episode to get there. Yeah, like, it, it really feels like they had this episode already, and then they had to, like, stick a moral on the end. Yeah. Uh, and, uh... Because, like, yeah, it's... Yeah. And I want you to notice that it took us about an hour to sum that all up, because not much happened in this episode. It's a very thin plot. I mean, we've had other episodes that we've been done summing up in, in less than an hour. Like, I bet... I bet, like, 20 minutes is actually us talking about the episode, and another 40 minutes is us just, like being derailed onto how the like rarity's power is is different yeah. than how twilight uses it and shit yeah like uh it's a yeah we melt a lot out of this episode much like much like twilight uh trying to put a giant sky bear to sleep yeah we melt a lot yeah because like because usually there's like more in the recap, like we do the blow by blow, but there's just a lot of like montages and fight scenes and chasing things. They don't, they're just there to fill time. That like you can't really recap. Yeah, we did our best, but damn, damn, what an episode. Mm-hmm. Now uh, I think we have some mail though, right? As a matter of fact, we do have some mail. That <sighs> very cute mail mare came by and dropped off. Well, four letters. Uh, since our our last episode, which is quite a bit, yeah, I I'm almost concerned that somehow we angered someone <laughs> if we got this much mail in in one episode's worth of time. Uh, I will tell you the two of them dropped like 
within the few hours after our last episode went live, like, uh, I'm going to give you all a little uh, inside grace ball here, which is also the name of my upcoming cock for story. Yeah, we usually record the... <laughs> yes. Sorry. I, I tried very hard to not giggle at that. I'm so sorry. I, I told Joseph, you know, laugh at them, bitch. You, you should feel free to laugh. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, that one felt like one I had to not laugh at and just leave you hanging on, though. <laughs> Understandable. Uh... Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, we, we, you know, put these live on Monday morning, and then we record that afternoon, and, uh, mm -hmm. and these came out between when we published that episode and when we recorded, so, like, these were, half of these were very quick takes, and we'll get to those, and you'll see why that is in a moment, but don't worry, don't worry, they're all, they're all good. Oh, excellent. We, we have such lovely fans, when, especially the ones that write, well, no, no, like, you're, you can still be a good fan, even if you don't write to us at write to us at isekai.horse. Yeah, like, I get yeah. it. Sometimes you don't have anything to say. We love hearing from you, but if you don't want to share stuff, that's also perfectly cool and valid. Yeah. We get Maybe it. Maybe you're just along for the ride. Mm hmm. The hide. The horse ride. Ah. What, but hide is already something else. The Challenging. The, the, the horse? The ride horse? The ride? Uh, the race falker? Wait, no, <laughs> shit. Ah, yes, the Hrothgar. Ah, there we go. We figured something out. Uh, yeah. Ah, anyways. Mm hmm First question. Dear Graceful Spark, Starry and I dropped by the Spark and Bean a few days ago to admire you. Oh, sorry, that's crossed out. Pick up some coffee, and she pointed out that you have a notch in one of your ears. If you don't mind me asking, where did you get it? Looking respectfully, zip code. P.S. for spilled beans, your newest roast is amazing. I haven't slept in three days. Dear, please take care of oh. yourself. Yeah, no, like, okay. Uh, noted. A little less expressive for you next time you come by. Understood. And you do do a darling roast, dear. Whether it's spit or, um, coffee. Yeah. Right? Also, uh, third kind of roast. Uh, fucking diamond dogs. Let's roast these hey. dogs. We did it all, all episode. We got their asses. Oh, uh, I'd rather not. Aw. Yeah, no, reasonable. As much as I enjoy, like, a good anthropomorphic dog, these guys are, I mean, they're known to be smelly and unpleasant and have really annoying voices. Yeah, they're, they're bad dogs, Bront. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, good reference. Very timely, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've made, I think, the same, the same joke in an episode of this, so I, I live in a glass, uh, I live in a glass The last episode. Yeah, I live in a glass house here. Uh, I mean... Yeah, but I share it with you. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Glass horses shouldn't throw stones. Yeah, definitely not. Fuck. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, I made out of a soft marshmallow-like -like material so I can throw all the stones I want. Mm. I see that you're dodging explaining where the notch in your <laughs> ear came from. All right, all right, all right. You want the story? I'll give you the story. So, well, soon after we arrived here in Ponyville, we moved into the Spark and Bean. I got to fixing up the kitchen stuff and the... Other equipment, shall we say, that got damaged in the move, and, well, wouldn't you know it, I was neck deep in a, a podcasting toaster when something blew up and sent the screwdriver flying out of my mouth and took this little nick out of my ear. I know it looks like it was cut with, say, oh, a careless slip with some scissors, but that's what I remember happening. A podcasting toaster? Well, you've heard of a video toaster, right? Oh, that makes sense. Oh, that's what you do, what you do the editing on. Okay, that makes much more sense, yeah. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. 
I mean, it's good enough. Good enough to me. It works. Yeah. Yeah, it's the thing I, um, it looks like a toaster, but you gotta put two CDs in there and pull it down to, you know, get it going. Yeah, and also I'd, I'd hope that you wouldn't be putting a screwdriver in a normal toaster, so there we go. Well, it's, a, well, it's okay to do as long as the toaster's not plugged in. So how did... Okay, no, alright. I got I just had to rush in afterwards and, and play nurse instead of maid for a change, so, yeah. Uh, it was very cute for what it's worth, dear. Aww. Gosh. You, you know, with your little cap and your little your little scrubs and, you know, kissing my ear better. Uh, I mean, that, w- that wasn't very sanitary of me, and I had to fucking <laughs> re-clean it afterwards, but yeah. Uh, worth it. IMO. Yeah. Uh, naughty maid costume, and no, not the one you're thinking of. It's just Scrubs <laughs> looking tired, and I forgot my face mask. Aw. That's the naughty part. Irresponsible nurse. Right? This, this, this giant syringe is full of, uh, Mountain Dew or something. Ah, uh, yeah, there it is. Mountain Dew. Hmm. Is that anything? See, I'm trying to come up with something that's on, like, the dew end of it instead. So, like, a mountain and then a horse pun. And I'm not... I'm blanking. I'm sorry. Mount, a mountain dam? That's a horse word, right? Dam? That's a water word, isn't it? Let's, let's put that in the river. Yes, the... A fool's mother is called its dam. It's like a, a horse word for mom, I guess. Oh, that's weird shit. Are you sure it's not dame? Like, I'm, I'm looking at the thing right now. It says D-A-M. Well, damn, look at that. Yeah. Ah, ah clever. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> perfect. Uh, thank you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's quite cute. Aww. So Thank you, dear. I'll have to cut more notches out of myself and see if that makes it better. Mm. <laughs> no, no. You don't have to. Like, <laughs> I I know you're aware of the fact that I'm, that I'll be like, Oh, is that a woman that half of her face is covered in a giant scar and she's glaring at me? Oh, oh no, I, I get it, dear. I, I am also quite a fan of, especially, like, you know, the one big scar over the eye look. Yeah. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, uh, li- listeners, um, there's there's an artist out there called Hushabye Valley. Um, they do they do some really good like scars and. And other other good details like that. Uh, yeah, very good artwork. I'd I'd recommend looking into them. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm, though, mm-hmm. um, mad science accident. Ha- occupational hazard in this line of work. Yeah, like, trust me, being being Sparks Hench, like, there's there's a fair number of occupational hazards that go on. Uh, I I try and make sure most of them get cleaned up before people show up around the the Spark and Bean to get some coffee. Mm-hmm. But you know. You're so cute when you clean up my occupational hazards, dear. Ah, uh, I I like cleaning up many of your hazards, and by that I mean come. Oh, of course. I mean, that was a that was that was a very bad line. <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe I, I see you're giving me giving me the return treatment of not. <laughs> all right, no, I was about what's the next I was letter? About please. to riff on it. I was. I okay, was just trying to right, put the words around. I mean, look, as we know, my come is a. A very specific material storage requirement, and fortunately, one of the approved places to store it is inside a gay horse. Ah, uh, yeah. 
I am a correct correct storage device. Yeah. There we go. Bit Perfect. riffed on. Excellent. I knew we could do it. Uh, we got there. We're so good at this. We're, I know, right? We're like professionals at this or something. <laughs> uh, not yet, but Magic Spoon, if you'd like to sponsor us. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> no. No, I don't want to have to record myself eating eating dry-ass cereal in poor lighting. I don't want to do it. <sighs> yeah. I, how would you even do that? We're a podcast. Right? Like, I don't think me trying to eat some cereal would be very good ASMR, actually. So, like, oh no. It's just a but bad plan. But doesn't ASMR stand for a mare cereal rodeo? Here's the next letter. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> Alright. Uh, <laughs> Alright, this is, this is the next one of the two that kind of came in just like a few hours after we published that episode. So, like, these are, pe- these are folks with some... Uh, Express Primo Horse Takes. Oh, excellent. Good. All right. This one says, uh, oh, they even wrote to Spoon at Isekai.horse. I'm, I'm trying to make this confusing yeah. as possible. So, hell yeah, love to hear it. And also in the same way that we produce spit and yet are not harmed if it is removed from our body. The spoon is part of its body. It's safe to be removed and replaced. Signed, Nico Blanc. This is about cadaver discourse. Yes, it is. Yes. Or, okay. Can you reread that so I can? I can. Yeah. Uh, my, I kind of. I kind of had an existential crisis in my soul listening to. Yeah. That. So the the discourse, such as it is. Yes. Um. Mm-hmm. So, uh, quote. I'm trying to make this as confusing as possible. So hell yeah, okay, yes. love to hear it. And also in the same way that we produce spit and yet are not harmed if it is removed from our body, the spoon is part of its body yet safe to be removed and replaced. Okay. Oh no, see now I'm just imagining a cadaver spitting out a spoon. It's horrifying. I love it. Thank you very much. Mm. I love this take. I mean, it does imply that like, that does imply that when a cadaver evolves, it just like produces some spoons, but they're just like regular ass spoons. <laughs> and like, if you swap them out with other spoons, they wouldn't notice. Yeah. I, I mean, or they would notice, but like it would be fine or whatever. But like they're also like based on stage magicians, right? Yeah. So like them just them just producing spoons from somewhere is reasonable. The spoon comes from the cadabra and is at some level important to the cadabra because they do need a spoon. But it doesn't matter what spoon it is. Yeah. Uh, though. Okay. To be clear, uh, cadabra is based less on like sta- he's based on Yuri Jeller, uh, the kind of uh, yeah. who's like yeah, kind of a stage, but more of like a psychic or whatever. Like, I mean. I would say the spoon thing has been adopted by yeah, stage magicians. I, I would say he's not a stage magician because he claimed he could really do it, as opposed to a stage magician mm. which was like clear as an act. And yeah. like to the point where his his Japanese name was for a while Yuri Jeller, and they got sued, and they had to change it. Oh, very good! Wow, they really just went flat out with that one, huh? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a whole thing. Oh, oh, his cadaver, I guess, looked like him, but yeah, that's the point. Okay. But, yeah. The point is, mm-hmm. I can at least accept that. I I still think it's weird that it produces the spoons when evolving, but it, this is a decent compromise. I can take this. Okay. All right. Understood. All right. Now, for the other one that came in pretty much right after we published. <clears throat> oh, that I thought I thought you meant the, one, the first one we got. No, from... no. The first one's been sitting around for a while. Oh, okay. 
the other the other inside grace ball here because I have two balls is um since we moved to the uh every other week shooting schedule shooting schedule recording schedule to give my brain a break we'll just have a little more time to accumulate you know nah uh, yeah it means we have we have more fun to have at the end of the episode yeah. to decompress from whatever shit the the pony show has given us yeah and and we have another letter from our friend crossover fan well our fan crossover fan I should say he may also be our mm-hmm. friend I don't know uh Dear Graceful Story and Spilled Beans, normally I would have held off on another letter, but since you asked me a question, I made sure to write this and have it delivered as soon as possible. I'm not usually into women, but I usually into women for their personality, not their body. But I, since I know enough to answer, I will do it for the entire main six and Spike just for fun. They are okay. I'm gonna summarize here. Yeah, it's a pretty long letter. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the essay you sent in, friend. Yes, yes. Uh, we do appreciate. I do appreciate this, but you do only have so much airtime, you know. And mm-hmm. so. Twilight is a twink, might evolve to twunk later. Rarity is a twink and stays a twink. Rainbow Dash and Applejack stay twunks. Pinky and Fluttershy are up in the air a bit, but Fluttershy is a twunk who doesn't look like a twunk until she's doing physical activity, which makes sense to me. You know, she does like mm-hmm. have that kind of mama bear energy to her. Yeah, she she very much looks like a twink until you actually get her going, and then you're like, oh, all those muscles just hide well. Yeah, yeah. All right. And Pinky is, you know, a wild card. Whatever. Yeah. Pinky is a punk. And by that, I mean a pinky twink. Yeah. <laughs> a pinky twink. I don't know. I got, I got uh, words are hard. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. It sounded better in my brain. Yeah. Spike is a Spike is difficult to categorize. But, you know, as we saw in this episode, he does at least consider himself a hunk. Yes. He. He is. He is. A aspirational hunk slash twunk. Mm-hmm. A twunky hunk. A, 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 a yeah. honky twunk. A hunky twunky. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we went on the same, on same wavelength on that one. Uh, oh, that's good. I'm your honky twunk twink. Uh, All right. So, cursed. All right. So they even, they also say, if a guy pony's hooves are a different color than the coat, nine out of times he's at least a twunk, which is a rule of hoof. There you go. Okay. So, I mean, I know about Big Mac, who, you know, clearly a hunk, but... Some- yeah, archetypical right there. Yeah, yeah you're, you're a classic hunk, so... You're Jungian ideal of a hunk? <laughs> the Ur- the Ur-hunk, the archetypal hunk, mm. hunkatypal... The great hunk father. <laughs> uh, oh. They're pretty sure an otter in this context means a guy that's scruffy and hairy with the body of a twink to a dad bod, so they agree with us on the definition of an otter... They say that a cadaver spoons aren't part of its body. Some Pokemon just like having objects or clothes or looking like they do, such as a uh, Machoke that like looks like they're wearing a wrestling belt or a trunk, but like they're just wearing a belt and the trunks are just like, it looks like it's wearing pants. And this is closer to, I think, my take that like Machokes like to wear pants, like to wear belts. Uh, I... I think Machoke is even like canonically wearing that belt to like train its strength or whatever, make sure it doesn't pull a muscle or whatever. But like... One of the defining features in the difference between, like, Digimon and Pokemon is that, like, Digimon wear pants. Like, Digimon wear clothing, which is how it's easy to tell the difference between is it a Digimon or is it a Pokemon. Yeah, see, calling up Horse Bulbapedia here for uh, Machoke, it says, quote, The belt it wears regulates its strength, but Machoke removes it when facing a truly powerful opponent. So, like, <laughs> so, like, what? so, like, if you have a Machoke... You make it wear the spell so it doesn't, like, accidentally crush your skull like an apple. Or, like, rip the doors off their hinges or whatever. 
like their tra- their training weights or whatever, you know? This is the fucking squirrel kid from Naruto. Whatever his fucking name of, is. Are you thinking about Rock Lee? Y- yeah? The squirrel kid? The only episode I ever saw of Naruto had him, like, interacting with a squirrel. <laughs> so, like, it, it's all I had him to know. Is that he's the guy with the training weights, that the memes are about him taking them off, and that he interacted with a squirrel once. So he's the squirrel okay, kid to You me. don't have to know very much about Naruto, but Rock Lee is, like, probably the best Naruto character, or at least he's my favorite, because Naruto is a world with, like, a lot of people have, like, ninja magic. You know, like, people turn into animals or, like, summon things or whatever. Rock Lee- I'm aware the main character does turn into a sexy yeah, lady. Yeah, in In the most, like, heteronormative way possible, yep. which is very upsetting. Yep. Rock Lee's thing is that he cannot do that. He can't do any of the ninja magic. He's just really strong. And I- you can see how I might, like, appreciate that. I mean, yeah, that's a that's a very, like, my kind of vibes character. It would mean having to watch Naruto to get more context for this kid, so I'm never gonna do it. Like, but like if you want to watch Naruto without watching Naruto, there it, you can watch Naruto spin-off series Rock Lee and his Ninja Pals. Oh, excellent. Which is it's very know. cheaply, it's very cute. Um it focuses on the good characters, like Rock Lee and his friends instead of Naruto. Because I can't believe they made an anime not about Boruto's dad. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, Boruto's dad is still in it. Like, his name is in the title and he shows up. But, like, it's not really about him, which is nice. Yeah. yeah. Good. I appreciate Rock Lee. I like a guy who doesn't get any ninja magic, but he still, like, you know, keeps up with everyone else, right? Like, the, the training weight scene is important because, you know, he's fighting this other guy who does have ninja magic. And, like... You know, oh, they've been fighting, whatever, whatever, and like, haha, I think I have Rock Lee beat. And then he takes the training weights off, and he's like, oh shit, just got. <laughs> and they're fucking heavy, right? Like, they, he drops them in yeah. like big old clouds of dust because, you know, he's been weighing himself down so much. Yeah. Like, do not give me a powerful character in the way that Twilight's a powerful character. Give me a character like our little Brock Lee friend. Cause, like, yeah, give me someone who's. My Hero Academia, like, flirted with doing this and then didn't do it, but, like, I don't know, like, I, I do kind of like where My Hero Academia went with it. But, yeah. Like, yeah, a, a character who just, like, through f- just sheer force of will and, like, training has caught up to people who have magic powers, but they don't have magic powers. They just, you know, took some time in the gym and 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 were dedicated to what the fuck they cared about. Mm-hmm. And they're on par with these fucking ninja wizards. Mm-hmm. Love that shit. Yeah, he's a good guy. He um he has his tutor, Mike guy, who if you know what Rocky looks like, he's got like the bowl cut and like the green jumpsuit and such, and the hand wraps. And his his sensei, Mike guy, dresses the exact same way. Just he's just bigger. Oh, I was I was under the impression when I've seen like you know screenshots or whatever that that was his dad, but I guess no, you would think so because they look the same but no i think my guy okay. they just he just dresses like that they just both dress like that and like the last episode we see rockley's son we never know who is mo- who is we never meet the mother of his child but we do see a son who also dresses like that oh. oh i did just think about the sentence taking the training weight off my dick <laughs> so it's it's extremely good actually like, i'm willing to believe he's a great fuck he has <laughs> oh uh, uh, he'd have like, to be like, like 
I don't think he could possibly not be. Like, dude's got stamina for days. He is energetic, optimistic, and hot-blooded, which is what you like to see in a sex partner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but also, oh, God, fuck. Okay, um, okay. I, yeah, all right, what else okay, are we talking okay. about Sorry, now? I have to ask you one question. So, a little Naruto trivia. What do you think Rock Lee's son is named? Um. Oh, God. Um. Don't overthink this. What's the sequel to Rock? Pebble? Stone? Pebble. It's Pebble Lee, right? No, no, other direction. Oh. Mountain Lee? Metal Lee. Oh, fucking, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. Ah. Uh, so what, what Fire Nation bender did Rock, did Rock Lee fuck? <laughs> we don't know. We have no idea who the mother of Rock Lee's child is. Uh, it, it has to be an Avatar crossover. Like, Rock Lee's, like, punched through the universe and started dating a firebender. And that's that's where this kid's Honestly, from. Honestly, good for him. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Metal bending was with earthbenders. I, like, I was thinking, like, forging the rock into metal. But no, you could probably also just get with an earthbender. Mm -hmm. They love throwing rocks around. <laughs> they really get their rocks off. I was gonna off. say that. Right. There we go. <laughs> All right. Oh, I finally did a grace joke before uh, she did. Perfect. Scooped. Oh, the twinning is setting in, dear. Ah, oh, perfect, wonderful. I love it. Right. It's a good feeling. Right. So, finishing up this letter. Fourth letter. Uh, oh, just so sorry. you don't worry about her well-being, Scootaloo's parents are alive. She just lived with her lesbian aunts. I don't know if that's a joke, but I'm looking forward to seeing if it is. Oh, God, I want that to be true. Yeah. Holy shit. I I just kind of assumed Scootaloo was an orphan this whole time. So, like... Yeah, same. Like, we don't get this for a while, but, like, we do learn that, like, Applejack and Applebloom's parents are dead. I mean, yeah, that seems very obvious. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, they haven't acknowledged it. Yeah. But, like, like we, we get... the grandmother is there and the kids are yeah. there. The parents yeah, are Yeah, like, later we get, like, Applejack, set, like, puts a hoof on Applebloom's shoulder and says, like, mom and dad would have been proud or whatever, you know, something like that. Yeah. Okay, okay, and one last fun fact. There's a My Little Pony picture book called My Little Pony... Pony Nimleta Spike. I hope I pronounced that right. Wherein Spike has to turn into a pony and, and he ends up a Pegasus. Oh, damn. That's a... I guess that makes sense with, you know, dragons and wings and such. Yeah, I mean... But, it doesn't really have but wings, he, like, eats but... gems and stuff, stuff. Yeah, it, it would also make sense if you got turned into an Earth pony. Yeah. Because he'd only be stepping up one social strata <laughs> instead of more than that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, <sighs> the world's fucked up. We're we're stuck in it for years to yep. come. Oh boy! Uh, and we can go back to a different fucked up world we'll be stuck in. Yeah. Maybe they'll figure it out by the time we're done. I hope so. Mm -hmm. All right. Anyway, enough about Boruto's dad. Uh, Excellent. And our last, well, our last envelope comes in two parts, uh, and it's from our that... darling strawberry squeeze. Oh, okay. Dear Graceful Spark and Spilled Beans. Sorry I haven't written in some time. I have been in Canterlot for the EBC, Equestria Berry Conference. The entire trip was a disaster uh -huh. for me since strawberries aren't actually berries. What the hate did they invite me for, then? Anyways, we could talk about that debacle over coffee. What I am really writing about is this second letter. It just sort of appeared. Over happened says she didn't deliver it. The strange thing is that the handwriting looks like my own, but I certainly didn't write it, and Bingo wasn't played like that in Ponyville. Maybe it'll make more sense to you since you're from out of town. Squeeze. The second letter has a bingo card in it that smells a bit smoky, and I'll, I will put this on the, the website once this goes live. 
You'll be able to get to it at isekai.horse. I'll, I'll put it on the Twitter account, too. It is a... We were hit by a horse talking at Isekai Digital Equestria bingo card? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not going to read it all out here. It's kind of a lot to read out, but this is perhaps damning. Mm. Uh. Oh, yeah, no, I think I think people are out of bingo from this episode. Yeah, I think we at least got it along the vertical there in the middle. I think we, we had more yes. flirting and a fandom meme. And if we didn't before, we have it now. Yeah, I mean... We mentioned bubble wrap. We had a good gender. Oh, we didn't talk about loafing. But we did talk a lot about species inequality. Mm. We are we are loafing short of bingo. Oh, I, I can't keep looking at this card. Yeah, I, it, it'll it'll taint me. Yeah, I, I feel like we you know we can't go trying to check off squares on the card. That would be dishonest, dishorseness. Mm -hmm. I I do feel very attacked by this card though. Yeah, uh, whoever whoever made this certainly has us dead to rights. Uh, I, there's a beans audibly flustered fucking box on here. Aww. It is oh. very cute when you're audibly flustered, dear. Oh, okay. Ah. Uh. Um. Oh, we just had a letter about girl twinks. Damn. Right? Uh, I, I, I don't know if that's an, an evergreen well yeah. that we will be returning to, but yeah. all right. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Twilight Sparkle is a girl twink. And I'm sure this mm. will continue to come up, but you know. Yeah, I I need to I need to not look at this bingo card. It 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 will it will taint how I go forward if I if mm. I examine it too mm. long. However, dear listener, I do invite you to play along at home, horse home, or human home, even, and uh, ah. and uh, I don't know, do whatever it is you do with these bingo cards. I don't. I, I, yeah, it feels weird for you to send them to us if we if you get a bingo, but you know, I'm sure you'll find something good to do with it. Yeah. I mean, share it amongst your friends, yeah. I guess. Here's this bingo card for this podcast we like <laughs> to listen to. Please please enjoy this weird, horny My Little Pony <laughs> It's podcast. a little activity for you to do with your hands. <laughs> oh, I miss having hands. Yeah, yeah, I miss magic. That's fair. I miss having hands. <laughs> I'm stealing uh, your valor, nerd. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, Okay. All right. <sighs> that's how that's how we're doing this, huh? All uh, right. All right. See if I see if I use my magic to pick something up for you when you need me to do it. <sighs> fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I'll still do <laughs> it, but I'll do it like I'll 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 be huffy yeah, about it. Yeah, you'll, you'll it, okay? be very rarely doing malicious compliance about it. Yes, assuming I remember. Yeah, and you know, I can actually punish you, dear. Like you can brat if you want to, dear. But you know, I I think. We'll both grow tired of that pretty quickly. Oh, see, here's the secret. Um, I I really don't like oh, bratting, like from either end yeah. of the situation. So yeah, eh. there 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 will be about ten seconds of bratting for me before I get bored of it. But yeah. yes, congratulations, that's in your future. Wait for that. <laughs> I am looking forward to ten seconds of Huffy Horse followed by an evening of horse appreciating. Ah, uh, an ideal existence. Mm-hmm. What can I say? It's fun for me just to look at horse. Ah, oh, bless. Eminem, if you'd like to be on the show, email us at grababoob at oh. eastsky.horse. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, he's into NFTs. Uh, 
Sorry to ruin it. I was it. about to congratulate him on being welcomed to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame by some minions, but now, fuck off, Eminem. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm pr- I'm pretty sure Eminem's into, into NFTs. Yeah, no, I, I think I remember him, like, having an NFT profile picture when he posted that weird picture of him being welcomed by a bunch of minions dressed like him. Hmm, <sighs> <sighs> bad. Bad content. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anyways... Eminem, fuck off. Yeah. Unless you've changed your ways, in which case, do email us at grababoob at isekai.horse. Yeah, we, we'd love to have you on here as long as you uh, get rid of all your NFTs. Get, yeah. just, just get I, I will roast you about that one freestyle you did. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy it, but... <laughs> I'm sorry, I... <laughs> He's just so early. Look. <laughs> he just he thinks it's such a cool thing to be saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. What a dweeb. Like, oh my god. I can't believe you made fun grabbing a boob sound like a dork activity. <laughs> oh, I mean look, if there's one thing I know about a lot of the nerds I know, it's that they are girls with boobs who like to grab that boobs. That is true. So you that know is what? True. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, it is fun to grab a boob. And mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes my penis does have an attitude. Oh, God, this is getting kind of rude. Hey, that's actually a better rhyme than what he came up with. Ugh. Well, I guess the thing is, you just need to do a lot of work to sleep. Yeah. Uh, hey. Okay, alright, I'm forcing this too hard. I know. I was, again, it was a better ride than Eminem did. Boob. <laughs> and. I don't know why just saying boob is amusing to me now. See, like, oh, now, now, now you got it. And well, I know you have a lot more cock experience than Eminem does. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously. like, the rest of the line is my fucking weenus is in a combative mood. Come suck a mean one like it's mad at you. Why would you want to suck a dick that's mad at you? Eminem, do you know what dicks are? <laughs> like. Like if someone described their dick as angry, I would I wouldn't want to suck it. Is, is this is this why like straight boys talk about their dick as, like as like the the like one eyed serpent and shit? Like they're trying to make it a fucking Dungeons and Dragons monster. Ugh, the straights aren't okay. <laughs> this episode, if this episode has taught me anything, it's that the straights are not okay. Yeah, they're always imagining themselves as big weird buff dragon monsters and not knowing how to use lances. Just. Oh no. Spike imagines himself as big, buff, and wearing surprisingly revealing clothing, swinging around a phallic object at a bunch of uh, muscly dog men. Hmm. <laughs> you construct elaborate rituals which allow you to touch other men. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Oh fuck! Uh. Are your little fucking ear, f- <laughs> like green eared spikes, burning there, you little shit? Uh, we did it. We subtuned Rarity won't even sit on your face, my dude. <laughs> we subtuned Spike and Eminem at the same time. We did it. <laughs> oh no. Okay, Eminem, you're allowed on here, but you have to be isekai'd into a Spike-like dragon. Ah, <laughs> uh, can you imagine if we actually did get an email from Eminem? Oh my god, uh, dude, <laughs> dude, if you email us after this, one, what the fuck are you doing? Two. Okay, fine. Yeah, you can come on. As, like, if after all this you still want to be involved, fine. Yeah, all right. That we can make would, it work for out. better or for worse, be the funniest thing that's ever happened on this podcast. 
yeah, it will it will always be the best thing that happened that we fucking roasted Eminem and then he decided to join the podcast anyway. Unless we could get Weird Al on after that. Oh fuck, yes. The thing is, Weird Al might actually do it. Like thinking about the kind of person Weird Al is, he might just yeah, fucking yeah. show up. We'll have to just have him on talking about the fucking episode where like he fucks Pinkie Pie. Like that has to be the episode he comes on for if he does. Yeah, which I think is like way near the end, right? Like that's like that's like the flash forward episode, like way near the end of the run, or possibly at the end of the run. So like, who knows? Uh, Maybe when I get this, we'll be famous enough. We'll have enough pull that we can get Weird Al Yankovic on this show. God, what a weird world that would be. God, can you imagine if we manifested that? Ah, uh, beautiful. <laughs> uh, nothing in my life would ever have anywhere near as much meaning as that. I think. I, I think I would wake up every day like, did I really wake up? And record a podcast where I asked Weird Al Yankovic how it was to fuck Pinkie Pie, and he had an answer. Yeah, right? Like, I, I would need to, like, make a, like, sign for myself and put it next to my bed. Just be like, yes, this is this is the reality in which this happened. <sighs> oh, fuck. <sighs> Just another multiverse movie. Just like uh, Everything Ever All At Once, which was good, and the Doctor Strange thing, which is probably bad. Doctor Strange yeah, thing? Yeah, the new Doctor Strange movie is a multiverse thing, apparently. Oh, right. I only know this because, um, Jamie Lee Curtis, who is in Everything Ever All at Once, has been posting, like, bad reviews of the Doctor Strange movie, saying her movie is better. Uh, your connection to the, to the internet is way better than mine, and I don't know how I feel about this. <sighs> for better or for worse, I don't think I can stop being extremely online. Ah. <sighs> I'm the one who runs our goddamn Twitter account. How are you more online than me? This doesn't make sense. Dear, have you ever heard of the law of equivalent exchange? I... Maybe? Uh, how are you using it in this exactly? Okay, so... When you upload one podcast worth of information to the world from whence we came... You know, that displaces some stuff, right? And so... About as much data has to come back down the other side. Oh, is that why we've been recording such long episodes? Yeah, because I, I want to get caught up in all the news and whatever Jamie Lee Curtis is <laughs> yelling about. <laughs> oh, okay, that explains it. Because, like, I, I only occasionally post on Twitter, and that's why I have, like, no internet access. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, it's probably for the best. I think I would die if I was offline for too long. I'm amazed I'm able to survive so much not being online. Honestly, probably healthier this way. Ah, uh, I could not imagine human me wistfully thinking about living a life where being terminally online was not my everyday. Yeah, now we have to, like, go outside and, you know, appreciate some horses and make friends. And there's, like, places to go outside with other people who are outside going places and not, like, you know... Just driving by in cars, in shitty air. I love to live in a community. Ah. Uh, man, look at that. Look, look at all those horses outside just just hanging out and being alive. Okay. Uh, yeah, after this, want to go outside and be alive and hang out with some horses? I mean, yeah. I love you, a live horse. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I was trying to figure uh, out how to set it up for you. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, 
my darling little Joe Kench. Look, it's it's one of my many talents is trying to find a way to set someone up for their their good joke. Ah, uh, and I do appreciate it too. Ah, uh, I'll I'll always be there to set up an alley oop for you. Aw, if I have dunked further, it is because I have stood on the shoulders of gay unicorns. Ah, uh, correct. No one asked about the fact that your butt's glowing as my magic pushes you up a little higher so you can get a perfect dunk. You know, my parents were fireflies. Few ponies know this because it's a lie. <laughs> fuck. Oh, fuck, you got me. Oh, shit. <laughs> Spark. <laughs> yes, dude. Oh, why are you like this? Ah, <laughs> uh, because I love hearing you laugh, dear. Oh, well, that's extremely gay of you. Yeah. All right. Truly, they were. Well, truly, we were hit by a horse truck and easy got into Equestria. I have been Ponyville's beloved Graceful Spark. You can find my writing, programs, podcast, posts, and everything else is fit to plug at princess.software. Beans, dearest, where can we find you? Yeah, uh, I'm I'm the one running the at horse isekai Twitter account. Uh, if you want to find the work done by chunks of my brain that aren't stuck here in Ponyville, uh, that would be dracos.art, uh, D-R-A-E-K-O-S dot A-R-T. Rest well, folks. See you next time. Mwah. Yeah, bye. Mwah. <laughs>